This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. <laughs> hey, hey, what's happening? We made it. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah. Barely. Right. Shout out to Franco, my good friend Franco, Franco who bought these for us yeah, from Santorini. Thank you, Franco. In Greece. He went to Greece and went to Santorini. Yeah. And he bought us these coffee mugs. They're so awesome, too. I love them. Efrain Rodriguez, gracias. <laughs> I think they represent, they represent that. that um, I got a keychain. A keychain yeah. with a symbol on it. It's good luck. Good luck, yeah. Keeps yeah. away the evil, the darkness. Mm-hmm. Why do these have uh, exclamation points on them? Maybe this didn't go there. Let me try it again. Go live. And I'll try okay. this one again. See if that works. I don't think we can go live on uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn today. No. Okay. Anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out. We had a very, very long day. Yes. Extreme. Such a long day. Just walked in out. We would have been here a long time ago, but there was a severe accident on the highway so bad someone definitely yeah someone definitely uh, it was a bad situation yeah definitely went to the other side put the crime scene on the highway we were stuck yeah. on the highway for hours yeah it was a long time yeah. and and it would have been different because it had just happened it had just happened but when we got to that when area we got to that area yeah. literally and we would have crossed that same area if we would have left maybe what a few a minutes, minutes earlier. earlier. And I was yeah. I was thinking in my head too, because the waitress was taking forever. I was mm-hmm. like, we gotta get on this live. She's taking forever. Yeah. But that's the universe. Divine timing. Divine timing. We could have been that's caught it. up in that whole mess. It was like a seven-car pileup. Yeah, it was crazy. One of the cars was literally the whole back end was smashed into the front. It was gone. It was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So tonight we're gonna be talking about. Some incredible biohacking tips with shadow regards work. to shadow work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that can be found in this book, yes. The Recipe to Elevated Consciousness. Yes. I'm going to get the Amazon link for this book right now because I want people to go check, take a look at the reviews and read the reviews. Yeah, you guys read the reviews. Don't go by what we're telling you. No. Read the reviews of people that are buying the book, what they have to say, and check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll drop it in the chat right now before we get started. Yeah, I was so nervous before I published this book because I literally just exposed all of me. And I called you one night and I was freaking out. I think I was having like a, a little panic attack. And I was yeah. like, Listen, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't know if I'm going to do this. And you're like, it's going to be okay. 
And it was okay. And it's yeah. even better than okay. Better. Because it's actually really, really, yeah. really helping people from the testimonials that I've received mm -hmm. and even the just the beautiful reviews that I've gotten. I mean, it's just you know, yeah. great. It's really awesome. You've literally helped change lives. Yeah, and it's, it's good because I, I read the messages daily. So I appreciate all of the support. Yeah, definitely. Great, great reviews. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the topic because I know these good people have been waiting for a while. Yes, yes. So what is shadow work? So listen, I was so confused. Everyone's like, you have to do the work. You have to do the work. What is the work, though? You have to do the work to get better. But what is the work? So in my book, The Recipe to Elevated Consciousness, I break down what exactly the work was for me personally. And the work isn't you just do the work and then you get there and then you're conscious and then everything's great and you manifest your best life. No, it's it's a lifelong process. Lifelong. So you have to continue and continue and continue to do the work. Mm -hmm. So I always am researching new modalities, different things that I can try on myself, because really that's what biohacking is. It's experimenting on, on yourself and ways in your environment to optimize your physical, mental, spiritual, everything. So I'm constantly, constantly researching different modalities and different things that can help optimize myself. So... Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. And it's working. It's worked on you, first of all. That's why I told you, told you you had to write this book. Mm -hmm. Because when I found out your, your, you know, your backstory, and I was like, man, people need to hear this. People need to understand this. Because there are a lot of people. I'm putting elevation. <laughs> there are a lot of people that uh, <laughs> that they get into the same situations that you got into and they can't get out. Yeah. And my father was one of them. And, uh, you know, he, he went through his whole life until the day that he died, stuck in the abyss of depression and trauma yeah. and which led him to drug addiction and many other addictions. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just, uh, he didn't, he tried a few times throughout my life, uh, that I was alive with him, you know, to, to get straight and get clean. Yeah. but he just couldn't get, he couldn't do it. Right. But guidance like this, this book right here with the recipe in it, the step-by-step -step process. If he had this book and was able to get access to these different types of modalities and understand what it took, I think that he could have become, he had, he would have at least had a chance to help himself become uh, a much better person. And, and not that he was a bad person, but, to free himself from the from the chains of depression and trauma. Yeah. You know? Well, first of all, people have to get really, really honest with themselves because that's what I really had to do. I never thought I was a drug addict or an alcoholic. I was yeah. just the party girl. I would just go to the parties and be drunk at the parties and maybe, I don't know, pop an ecstasy pill or, you know, stuff like that. So I didn't feel like I was ever an addict, a drug addict, right? But people have to get real with themselves. That's number one. That's number one. Let's get real with ourselves. Now, when you go out, are you drinking every day? Do you feel like you need to have that drink to feel comfortable to act normally in, in your surroundings, in that club? Do you have to have that drink to have a good time? Let's get honest with ourselves because that's what I did. And I realized, okay, wow, maybe I had an issue. Maybe mm -hmm. I had a problem. I was not the type to sit at home alone, drinking away my stupors and just, you know, I, I was not the, the type to just do drugs alone. And just, I was never that person, but in order for me to act 
comfortably with other people, I needed to have that drink or have that pill. And it got worse proceedingly through my lifetime because I didn't catch that it was an issue. So I just, oh, well, I'm not addicted because I was just popping pills every four days. I, I don't, I'm not addicted because I don't take it every day. I'm not addicted to alcohol because I don't drink every day and I can just stop when I want to. But really, when I got honest with myself, okay, I can't act normally when I go to the club if mm-hmm. I don't have a bunch of alcohol in my system mm-hmm. or I can't be normal. And then I, I see this with, with society these days and it makes everything, it makes all these things normal. It makes going to the bar after you get off of work and have a drink, have a couple drinks before you go home. It makes mm-hmm. that normal. Oh, yeah. well, this weekend I'm just about to go out and party. And, you know, I might pop a couple pills just for that extra p- bit of fun. It makes that normal and it mm-hmm. makes it okay. But really, when you get honest with yourself, is that normal and is that okay? Right. Exactly. It's not normal. It's not okay. We actually, um, you know, we meaning the people that are you know, involved in these different types of extracurricular activities, we try to make it seem like it's okay because, you know, we have these excuses that we come up with to make it seem like we need, but we, there's a purpose or reason for us doing this, but when it's over, we don't need to do it anymore. And unfortunately, that's uh, that's how my dad kind of started out. Mm. And then it just took him into an abyss. Yeah. 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 I mean, even when I was in real estate, how would I get clients? I would go to happy hour, happy hour in one of the hottest spots where my office was at and pick up clients mm. because everyone would be there drinking. It was happy hour. Of course, everyone's out drinking. Right. So, I mean, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Is that is that really how you want to live your life? I mean, now. I'm able to, I don't even drink anymore. I don't, well, first of all, I don't do drugs at all. Yeah. And I hardly, I might have a couple, a couple glasses of wine, maybe a couple times a year at this point. Rare. Very, very rare because yeah. I love the taste of wine, but I don't really even like the way it makes me feel anymore because I love the way I feel naturally, mm-hmm. very naturally. I love the way I feel. So that's one of the things that I want to point out to people. Just let's the, the first and the beginning of this whole process is becoming aware that you may possibly have an issue and figuring out what that issue is. Are you self-soothing? Are you self-soothing with drugs and alcohol? Are you self-soothing with shopping? Are you self-soothing with there's many things that people can self-soothe with mm-hmm. sex. I mean, eating, eating is an addiction. Being overweight is a mental health issue. All of these things, if you overindulge in something and you need something to to calm your system down or you basically something outside of yourself is controlling you, you basically you, you have an issue with that thing. So the beginning process of this healing journey is the awareness that something might not be right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, they always say you can't. A person cannot begin the process until they admit that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. And that could be with anything. It doesn't even have to be with drugs. It can be with diet. Right. Exactly. Eating habits. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you an opposite story with me. I, was, I wasn't I uh, was obese. I was the opposite direction. I was disappearing. Mm-hmm. And um, the diet that I was on, I was in denial that that diet that I was on was actually killing me slowly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't come to the realization of this until one day somebody asked me if I was sick. Yeah. And when I went in the house after that, they didn't mean sick with a cold. They meant sick like am I dying? And when I went in the house right after that and looked in the mirror, I finally saw it. Then I admitted there was something wrong with me, what my decision making, mm-hmm. how I was living. Mm-hmm. It was causing me to um, this diet that I that I 
praise so much was killing me. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I started re realizing I needed help. Right, right. Until that moment, I hadn't seen it. Right. And it's the awareness. It's, it's the awareness, awareness that, that clicks you back into, oh, yeah. wow, maybe this could be an issue. Right. So if you guys look at older videos of me from like 2016, 17, 2015, mm -hmm. I'll actually look older than I yeah. look now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he aged backwards. I aged backwards. I got the Benjamin Button. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel so much better now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. The energy and man, I mean, the stories that you used to tell me yeah. of, of how it was back then is. And I got the pictures to back it up. You've seen the pictures, like what? Yeah, didn't I used to like hide. You. It didn't even look like you. I would be posting, you know, stuff from when I looked better mm -hmm. online, but at the times that I was really, really, yeah, um, my body was just going through it from this bad diet that I was on. Right, right. The diet almost took me out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, yeah. it's deep. So, so the awareness is key in in beginning your recovery or your your journey into real health and. When you become aware that you have these issues, right, it, it's it's kind of normal. Unfortunately, these days, it's, it's normal for people to have these issues because of generational trauma, because of childhood, mm -hmm. because we have sick people, abusive people, people that are addicted to drugs, people that are overweight and overeating, people that are in abusive relationships, raising kids. Mm -hmm. And from zero to seven, you're programming. Your your brain is getting programmed, and that is how you're going to act for the rest of your life. 95% of your thought patterns are subconscious from that programming from zero to seven. Yeah. So only 5% of the time do you have conscious thought. So that first part of your life, I mean, you, you, that's that's conditioning from that, yeah. that, that age. So yeah. if you saw your parents getting beat up, your mom getting beat up, your dad getting beat up, mm -hmm. you know, it could go either way. Yeah. If you saw that, that's conditioned and, and inside of your body, inside mm -hmm. your cellular memory, yeah. inside of you. So that's going to kind of determine how you act mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. So right. it's so common these days for people to have trauma. I pulled some stats, which I'm going to, we're going to yeah, do a, a deeper. These stats. these stats are incredible. A deeper biohack episode. And the thing about right. these stats is they're not that new, which means the numbers have gone up since Yes, then. no, these are from the late 1990s. So since then, this is probably triple. Yeah. Triple. So these stats, this is from the ACE, from the ACE test back in the late, the late 1990s. Um, one out of 10 emotional abuse. So one out of 10 children have experienced emotional abuse, mm. which is yelling, screaming, ignoring, just neglect. I'll knock the taste out of your yeah, mouth. All that. All Threatening. That crazy yes. Stuff. Yes. Emotional abuse. One out of 10. This is back in the 1990s. So it's, it's worse these days. Worse. Okay. One out of four experience physical abuse. That's mm -hmm. 25%. Yeah. That's 25% of the country. Go in the backyard and get me a twitch out of that tree so I can beat you. Right, right. And they norm it was normalized. Bring me that belt so I can beat you. Normalized. Normalized. Horrible. 28% of women have experienced childhood sexual abuse. That number I know is different. It is one out of three yeah. women have experienced childhood sexual abuse. Yeah. They're so disgusting. that is that's increased. Sixteen percent yeah. of men have experienced sexual abuse in that young those young years. Well, pause right there. This sexual abuse is coming mostly from people that are close to the family or family members, mm. and that's a fact. Yes, incest. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And that. Oh man. Okay. Let me keep on. One out of eight parents get, have, get abused by their partner. So one 
one child has out of eight children have seen their parents getting beat up mm-hmm. or beating each other. I've up. seen it. Witness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah. And, and it wasn't my dad beating my mom. My, my mom was beating the crap out of my dad all yeah, the time. Yeah, I heard the stories. Oh, my God. And my sister and my told mom. you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mother used to chase him around the house with a, with a butcher knife. Yeah. Mm. Golly. Crazy. And can you imagine just these poor little babies? I mean, watching this. That's in my body. Is, yeah, it's in your body. That That's trauma in is in me for life. And my sister, you said it would affect her. Yes. I mean, you've had a lot of conversations, so it's in our bodies. It's locked in. No, it's always locked in. That's why I tell people, don't blame yourself. When you start realizing these things and figuring out, okay, well, maybe I have an addiction issue or maybe I have a a self-soothing issue. Maybe I have these these angry outbursts that I can't control because of it. It's because of a reason. It's because you have unresolved trauma that you haven't dealt with that's stuck inside your physical body, Mm -hmm. not only your mental but your physical body. It's in the cells. It's in, in my cells. cells. It's in every every aspect of my body is storing exactly. this information. Yes. And that's it always manifests into some physical ailment later in life. Always. Yeah. Um, so if you're a kid and you watch your parents getting beat up, you have a seven times more risk of becoming abusive mm-hmm. towards your partner. Yeah. Seven times. And this is back, this is back 25 years ago. Now let me let's pause there for a second. So what does this mean? This means that everyone who's bragging about how I used to get beat when I was a kid, and that's why I'm good. You don't know that it's only a very small percentage of the kids that get beat actually end up turning out oh, what we consider to be okay. okay right. The majority, the vast majority of kids that are beat yeah. turn out in big trouble. Depression, mm-hmm. PTSD, yeah. abusers, drug addicts, criminals. Mm-hmm. That's where it stems from. It stems from getting all those butt whippings when you were a kid, a small, and I mean an extremely small percentage, actually end up, quote unquote, kind of making it out. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, they suffer for their entire lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then it, even the people that, like you, for instance, you're, you have a lot of resilience within you. Right. You, you experience that ton. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, okay, so listen to this, that, and then we'll get back to that. So if you have six or more of these things, so usually it doesn't just come as one. You don't just have an, an alcoholic father that beats on your mom. Mm-hmm. You also have that alcoholic father that's that's raping your your sister at night. And then, you know, all of these things are combined. Yeah. So usually within a family structure, you have more than just one of these instances that, that are happening. Yeah. So if you have six, six of these things that are happening, you're 15 percent more likely to develop liver disease, heart disease and COPD. Mm. So. That should tell you right there, right there. That's proof from this case study, from Real the science. ACE case study, that everything manifests physically. You're two times more likely to develop cancer. Right. That's so, incredible. Twice as much. Yes. Yes. So this shows you, this shows you that if you do not deal with your unresolved trauma, that you will eventually develop some sort of sickness. Now, let's stop right there. Look at we, well, you know now because you're in the family of a recent discovery that was made mm. with an ancestor, one of my ancestors, yeah, um, not too long ago, abusing almost all of the women mm. in my family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All the way down even to my sister. Yeah. And uh, this was such a detrimental thing that I discovered. Now, check this out, what she just said. The majority of the women in my family have died from cancer. Yeah. Even down to my last aunt that just died. Yeah, and crazy types of cancer. 
Uh, yeah, uh, my one aunt had, uh, what do you call that thing again? It's a cancer that turns into, a tumor uh, a, it's, uh, called, it's a weird tumor. It actually grows hair, teeth, it had teeth, eyes, and everything. A teratoma. She had a teratoma mm -hmm. in her chest. Mm -hmm. uh, my other aunt died from cancer, which started in the armpit and went into the breast and then killed her. And, uh, and then every other aunt, you know, and the person that committed these egregious acts against these women, uh, he died from severe bone cancer. He died screaming. Yeah. Which he deserved. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, but this cancer coming from what you just, that sat you just read, it makes sense why so many women in my family have died from cancer. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it will always, it will always manifest. Yeah. It will always manifest if you don't deal with it. Mm -hmm. So shadow work, the, the term shadow work has recently been coined to show you or explain how to deal with these things, yeah. with this trauma, this unresolved trauma. Now I spent the past 10 years of my life dedicating my brain, my body, my spirit, my energy to shadow work, shadow work, because I was, I was jacked up. Yeah. I was jacked up yeah. and I knew that something was not right with me because I came into this world, started with trauma. I attracted more trauma. Now here's another step. If you're raped as a, as a, or if you had some sort of sexual abuse as a, as a young child, you are, I think it's seven times more likely to get raped again in life, mm -hmm. to experience sexual abuse again in life. Mm -hmm. So if you have that, then you're going to attract that, which unfortunately is what happened to me because I came in, boom, trauma. I was adopted. I was, you know, abandoned immediately That's upon trauma. coming into this, this dimension yeah, this and then trauma. the sexual abuse. And then that attracted the, the anger. And then I was angry. So I was getting in trouble. And then I started drinking earlier, started doing drugs. And then it attracted all this other traumatic stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was a whirlwind of, of, downfall. So if you start this life zero to seven mm -hmm. and you get abused or you don't get the right type of love from the people that are raising you, or you see other people getting yeah. abused, that's going to affect the way that you grow up forever. And you're going to attract more traumatic situations mm -hmm. throughout your life, which yeah. is exactly what happened to me. Mm -hmm. So when I woke up and I was like, Hmm, something's not right. Yeah. And I need to fix it. Because I'm a fixer. I've, I've, no matter all the trauma and all the craziness, I still was a hustler. And I'm like, I'm still going to be the best I can be at everything. Yeah. So I figured it out. And I was like, boom, I, I need to change something. How can I change? So I started doing the research. Mm -hmm. And since I've started doing the research that 10 years ago, I have done, let me see, over 80 holistic modalities to try to fix me. But really... See, I don't like that term either. It's, it's not, not fixing that. me. Yeah, it's not you're, fixing, you're fixing me. yourself. Exactly. But I'm not even fixing myself. Yeah. I'm just going through my process of my, my life journey mm -hmm. because I, I don't need to be fixed. Even if you have all this trauma stuff, you don't mm -hmm. need to be fixed. It's not nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. It's stuff that happened to you. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is unconscious stuff because of conditioning mm -hmm. as a young child. So no one's wrong here. You don't need to fix yourself. Nothing's wrong with you. You just are going through the process that you're supposed to go through. And if you can go through that process a little easier and attract a little bit better and become happier in that in that process, that's amazing. That's an amazing thing. But that term fix yourself or I'm fixing me means mm -hmm. something's wrong with you and mm -hmm. nothing's wrong with anybody. Mm -hmm. You're just going through your life process. Mm, period. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's I just thought that <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't even think that's fixed. real. No, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
because that we what we do then we give ourselves that that term or we we associate that term with ourselves what we're doing is we're saying that we're we're broken yeah we're broken something's wrong and that's a low frequency vibration exactly. time to tell yourself yeah and we have to stay at a high vibration that's powerful exactly yeah. exactly stay at a high vibration nothing's yeah. wrong with anybody right. people are just in their own process right period right. period yeah. so anyways moving on to the shadow work yes so in doing shadow work, I mean, there's just so many ways that that you can help unresolve trauma, but there's different ways to do it. And people sometimes in my belief system get. It's different because a lot of people go to talk therapy. OK, that's great. But is that getting the cellular trauma, your cellular memory? Is that processing your cellular memory for you? It's not. You have to intertwine different types of shadow work to be able to really complete this circle of, of, of healing and getting that trauma outside of your system. So if you're focused only on meditation, only on talk therapy, only on these certain things, and you're not mixing it up between energetic work, between physical work, then it's not really serving you to the highest degree Mm -hmm. because your cells remember everything. So until I started doing body work, which was about probably five years ago, I didn't get to where I'm at. I, I did not cross the levels that I've crossed. It's, it's been extravagant, the, the leaps that I have taken since I've intertwined body work in with my mental work. Right, right. And what is so what is the actual body work for people who don't know what that means? So there's a ton, a tons of different kinds of body work. There's massage. There's lymphatic work. I love lymphatic work. It's, it's lymphatic. In Eastern medicine, they believe lymph is your chi energy. So it's very, very powerful. Very powerful. Um. EFT is body work, somato-emotional release work. I love that body work. I have a, a body worker that is trained in, I think, over 30 different ways to treat your body. And she focuses on somato-emotional release work for me personally, which is really, really great because I have a bunch of emotional trauma stuck in my body that my cells remember so she'll connect with my body and i won't even remember certain things but all of a sudden i'll get a rush of memory and i'm like wow Mm -hmm. so if you've been abused if you've had a lot of traumatic experiences especially as a young child you'll black out you'll you'll start your brain will repress those memories to protect yourself so i have chunks of my life that are gone Mm -hmm. literally huge years years Mm -hmm. and years that are gone So I'll remember those things in dreams. I'll remember those things when this lady works on me. She'll put her hands in a certain spot and I'm like, wow. And it'll just rush up. Boom. And I'll remember that memory and I'll process it and then I'll let it go. And when I started working with her on this somato-emotional release work, I changed Things changed within me. I had so much anger mm. that I had stuffed in me because I, I never processed my emotions. I stuffed everything. I was the, the happy party girl mm-hmm. and I never expressed who I truly was and how I truly felt because I was supposed to be the happy one. I was right. supposed to be the fun one. So how could I ever be mad and upset right. and depressed? I wasn't supposed to be. So I kept that within me. So that all got stuck in my system and it started popping over as popping over. It started spilling over through road rage, through mm. I was in a bad relationship and I would I thought it was him. I was like, this man can make me so mad. Like no other person has made me mad before. No, that was just my my unresolved trauma that was coming up over the surface because I couldn't hold it in anymore. So in 
working with this woman, with this very, very talented body worker, somato-emotional release lady that, that does that specific therapy on me, I have been able to let so much anger go, so much go that I don't even have road rage anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have never seen you road rage. Mm-hmm. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. You know, and when you told me, but you had a road rage, and I was like, really? <laughs> that- incredible. And I'm like, it was really, really bad. Okay. It was horrible. Yeah. I was 19 years old and I got so mad. I was with some friends of mine and we were shooting at tires. It was really, really crazy. <laughs> yeah, your really friends crazy. confirmed that you were out there. I was like, man, I can't believe it because mm. for two years I ain't seen none of this stuff. So yeah. you've done a phenomenal job on yourself for sure because I wouldn't recognize you if I knew the old you. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't recognize <laughs> you at all. Yeah. Me. Not, not even close. Yeah, no. Not even close. So it's amazing. And so this... This body work uh, is just one part of the shadow work. What else is there? So there's there's mental work. There's uh, spiritual work. There's energetic work. So I've had a lot of, of energetic work done throughout my whole entire life without even knowing that I really was going there. I mean, mm-hmm. Reiki. Reiki is energetic work. My friend is actually a, a Reiki master. So she's done a lot of Reiki on me. I believe it's really, really powerful. If Always if you get the right practitioner, you have to have the right practitioner. Don't ever let anybody that you don't feel comfortable with work on you because your body will not respond. Your energy will not respond. You have to be very 100% comfortable with whoever you decide to work with. So that's an example of energetic work, spiritual work. I've always had a spiritual advisor. Even when I was young, I'm talking 12 years old, I used to go to psychics because I thought there was something else out there. I was searching for an answer. I've been searching for an answer since I was little. And I finally found a really, really awesome psychic worker and spiritual advisor that I've been working with for the past nine years. She actually just had a show on this this channel Courtney Kane sides. Yeah. She's amazing. amazing. Um, and I've been working with her for nine years and she's helped me through a lot of different things. Not to tell me this is going to happen. That's going to happen. That's going to No, It was never like that, but it was seeing if I was on the right path. Basically, it's basically checking in with my spirit guides mm-hmm. is right. what I was doing with her right. for the last nine years. So thank you, Courtney. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's some, some examples of, of spiritual and energetic work. Um, now, Mental work. Of course, there's meditation. Mm-hmm. You meditate in the shower every yeah. day. Yeah, I'm no. like, because <laughs> I'm not a creep or Maybe I am. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but I know. I noticed that that you do. So finally, I didn't want to intrude yeah. and, and overstep my bounds. But I was right. like, do you have a process that you have in yeah. the shower? Because I see you do the same thing every single time you right. shower. All right. I meditate in the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be sitting in the lotus position, you know. You can actually uh, meditate almost any doing almost anything. A hobby yeah. is a form of meditation. Mm-hmm. Walking, you can get into a walking meditation. I like to if I'm laying in the bed flat on my back and I'm awake, I'll just do a meditation, 15, 20, 30 minutes, sometimes even an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the shower is a perfect opportunity to do a meditation. Um, you know, so yeah. I mean, really, meditation is there's no, there's no specific place or right place to do that a wrong place right it's just however you want to meditate you meditate right my process is different from your process you can meditate while driving yeah you can oh that's one of the best places to do it yeah one of the best Mm -hmm. i love don't close your eyes guys (laughs) you know when you're driving like she likes to take i don't like driving but she likes to take nice 
road trips and drive through nature. Mm-hmm. And that for her, that's a form of meditation. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It mm-hmm. really is. Because I can lose myself within nature, within yeah. my surroundings. I yeah. get, I just, I see everything and I get so present. The present moment, if you can really, really get into the present moment 1000%, that's a meditation. Yeah. That's a meditation. Mm-hmm. You're living in bliss because right. the presence is is a beautiful place to be yeah. when you're not thinking about the past or the future. If you're thinking about the past, you're probably depressed. If you think about the future, you're anxious. Mm-hmm. That's right. The only moment that exists is a moment of now. Yes. The only moment. So why waste now? Why waste now thinking about other things? Right. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Now is a beautiful thing. If you keep wasting your now moment, you're going to turn around, look in the mirror. You're going to be old and wrinkly and wonder where your life has been. Yeah. It's gone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. So guys, you got to get this book. There's so much in this book in great detail of exactly what to do and how to do it, which modalities to try, how to try them, how they work, and the science behind them. Yes. That's what I liked about this book, the fact that you incorporated the actual science and all the studies Mm -hmm. for each of these modalities and how, you know, all the case studies and the money people invested into these case studies. It's just the, the numbers are off the charts. Yeah. 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 I wanted to make sure I don't like to tell people to listen to what I say and just follow what I do, because if you don't find your own path and learn your own path on your way yourself, then you're not really being authentic to who you really are supposed to be. You're just following the leader. Mm -hmm. And don't 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 be a sheep. You got to be a a wolf out here. Follow yourself. Follow your own inner guide Mm -hmm. and and learn it for yourself. You have to learn it for yourself. You can't. Just follow what other people say. You'll never get there because it's right. not authentic to who you really are. Right. Exactly. What I like to do is I like to look at everything that everybody says. Yeah. And then I take a little bit from there. Oh, that works for me. A little bit from there. A little bit from there. And so I build my own my own path. You know, I'm, I'm taking building blocks from other people's information and creating my own path with it, building my own you know, road, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody has to do the same. You have to do your own research, dig in deep. Of course, you want to get informational uh, content from shows like this and many others. But at the same time, just like a diet doesn't work for every single person, everybody needs a specialized diet for their blood type. Mm-hmm. Well, the road to consciousness, it takes various different roads. And that's why with this book, with all the different modalities that are in here, there's surely something here that will help guide you on that path. Because there's so many roads to enlightenment, like you say. Yeah, yeah. And I'm about to do a show on the network, 101 Ways to Enlightenment. That's right. Because there's so many different ways. My way was pure pain and agony and suffering. (laughs) That's how I became enlightened because it was too much. It became too much for my my system to handle. So I I needed to make a change. That woke me up. But for other people, like I think I I posted a video about this the other day on my Instagram. Um, ancient aliens. We were watching ancient aliens one evening and I was like, holy crap, this is another way to enlightenment. (laughs) Oh, it is. It is. Your book, your book is another path to enlightenment. The compendium. I mean, like (laughs) there's so many ways. There's so many paths to start you out. Uh, somebody could start from a purely esoteric path. Somebody could start from, a uh, a a path, uh, for example, like, um, you know, I've been on, uh, which I originally started off with UFOs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a UFO in my backyard. That's how I got into all this. This was in 1977. That started me on my path to where I am right now, literally. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many ways that, you know, uh, for you, it was a lot of pain and trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so many ways to uh, achieve a path to enlightenment. 
and everybody's path is slightly different. And the thing about these paths is you may be strong in one area of the path and weak in another. And that's why we have community to where we can learn and grow and gain knowledge from this book, The Recipe to Elevate Consciousness, and, and gain wisdom and understanding from that and add it to our path so we can continue on and, and accelerate up that path. That's how it works. It's not just only one way to get there. There's an unlimited number of ways to get there. Right, right. Exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah. So this is an interesting question. Can watching someone die of cancer be a trauma? Mm. So that's a good question. Honestly, trauma, the word trauma basically is if your nervous system gets stuck in a stress response for a, a, a long period of time. I'm sorry, I'm a little tired, so I lose words when I'm tired. <laughs> You've been it's up for six a.m. Yeah, it's been it's been a long day. Yeah. Um, so if your nervous system gets stuck in a stress response for a long period of time and it does not shift back into homeostasis, then that gets stuck within your system. That's not good. You have elevated levels of adrenaline, elevated levels of cortisol. That's a great thing. It's really really good, but it's not good if it keeps on happening. So if it keeps on happening, your body cannot get out of that stress response. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that gets ingrained in your system, in your body, in your physical body, in your mental as a, a trauma. So yes. So that, and then also, this is another thing that, that people get mistaken. It's like, oh, well, my life has been so hard and you know, I, I got beat. I watched my parents get beat. My, my brother killed himself in front of me. I mean, all of these horrible things and horrible things that a person that ha- might, might have had to deal with as a young person, right? Their nervous system, it doesn't matter. There is no big or small trauma. It is how your nervous system responds to whatever stimulus there is. So it's no big trauma, little trauma. A person can watch their their friend fall down and scrape their knee and now it's bleeding. And then their other person over here can get their ass beat every single day for hours. It doesn't matter because no trauma is different to that person's nervous system. This person over here can have the same response, physical response, as this person over here that's getting beat every day. That's something I just recently learned. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that happens is sometimes we judge people based on the level of trauma or uh, or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Or things that they're going through. And we think, well, what they're going through is nothing what I went through. So they should be fine. This is that should be a piece of cake for them to get through that. It shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. I'm guilty of doing that. And well, what I've learned from Elizabeth, and which is absolutely right, the more I dug into it, is that when you understand the physiology of a person and how a person's body responds based on their context mm-hmm. and their exposure to this realm, yes. a person, like she just said, with something as simple as a knee scrape, something somebody witnessing somebody you know, fall off of a skateboard, could trigger a traumatic response at the same level that somebody just witnessed somebody dying from cancer. Mm -hmm. And, um, and if that body, if the body that witnessed that person fall off a skateboard gets stuck in that response, trauma response long-term, it's going to create dis-ease, which turns into disease. uh, And it's, it's locked into the body. So it's amazing. So now what I've done is now I'm beginning to realize that the traumas and the situations that I went through, the tumultuous situations I grew up in, uh, I can't elevate myself above anyone and say, well, I went through this and I went through all of that, even though I did, just, and, and and make it look like, well, what they're going through is probably nothing. 
You know, somebody, I didn't get into somebody who's, you know, these kids these days. I didn't get enough likes on my photo. Well, they're committing suicide off of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These yeah. kids are committing suicide because they didn't get enough likes. Suicide rates are up 278% since 2000. Right. Yeah. So they're obviously on the same level of traumatic response that I would be on based on the traumatic life that I grew up in. Yeah. So I now know that, wow, we can't judge people because we think we've been through more than them because it's based on their own reference mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. But, you know, that's very honorable of you to realize and say that just because I I understand because I was where you were in that thought process. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this person has got nothing like compared to what I went through. How could they possibly even be this victimized little, little, you know, wussy? But I had to really learn that for myself. And it's coming from a place of pure empathy. But I completely understand where you're coming from because of what you went through. People... I can't imagine. I can't imagine even a, a, a small, tiny little fraction of this world going. I, they they wouldn't be able to it's handle tough. that. Yeah. And you went through some crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff. You guys don't even know the whole story. It's wild. Yeah, it's 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 really. I mean, you know, because you've been talking, hanging out with my sister, talking to my sister. It's it's, it's stuff I didn't tell you. She told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really, 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 really super crazy. Yeah. Really super crazy. So I get it. So so it's very honorable of you to make that realization and have the empathy to be able to. Yeah. be okay because we just went through a situation and someone was freaking out and it was over some little you know little whatever little in our perspective right. minds but you know but for them it was awful and horrible and they were freaking out about it so we both had to come up to a place from yeah. a place of empathy and no judgment mm-hmm. and realize okay well that's their nervous system because right. really all we are nervous systems walking around this realm that's it and that's their their journey, their life, their path. And it's not for us to judge because of what you went through was horrific. Right. You know, so for you to come to that realization is great. Mm-hmm. It's great. And so I wish a lot more people could come to that realization yeah. and come to a place of no judgment because right. I mean it, it's it doesn't help anything. It doesn't, doesn't it doesn't help. It puts more pressure. And if the person realizes the judgmental nature that you're pushing towards them, the energy you're pushing towards them, it can make them even more sick. Exactly. More trauma. It adds more trauma. It adds way more trauma. Yeah. It adds way more trauma. So, and then nobody can leave this this realm unscathed of trauma. Everybody has it. Coming through your mother's womb as a baby, your head, that's trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody has trauma. So everybody has unresolved stuff that they need to deal with in their systems. I mean, we're sicker than we've ever been ever. Mm-hmm. And we're the most advanced in technology than we have been in hundreds of years. So that should tell you something. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of what you said. It's all the different statistics that are creating these issues that are causing the disease in the body. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're being poisoned and yes, they're giving us food that's tainted and everything else. And they're giving us all this negative programming. But a portion, I think a large portion is the trauma that we experience and witness on the news mm-hmm. uh, and that we witness in our daily lives. And then, of course, the. Uh, the trauma growing up uh, for for most of us in dysfunctional family situations. Uh, and that just adds into the potential for disease at, later on in life. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. a good point. For real. This is a good question. Is training yourself to be numb to things that normally cause stress and trauma to the average person healthy? 
I do not think so at all. Basically, either your nervous system is in freeze and you're just numb because you're disassociated from reality or you're in denial. You're just in denial of what's going on because no matter what, that stuff is still getting sucked up into your body. Like I was talking about before with my my the lady that I work with that does somato-emotional release work on me, my cells have memories of traumas that I have blacked out from my conscious thoughts, from my conscious memory. So you're taking everything in. Your body is responding. Your physiology is changing to every little bit of stimulus that's coming in. I mean, we're, we're robots walking around here. We're computers. We take mm-hmm. in all of it, yeah. everything. So even if you say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not, that doesn't matter to me. I'm numb. Your body is still taking that yes. in. Your thoughts are still, your brain is still processing that and taking it in. So you're in denial or you're stuck in freeze and freeze. That's a very, very, that, that freeze. I was stuck in freeze half of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're completely disassociated where being basically gone from this reality feels better than to be in this reality consciously. That's, you know, cutters, people who commit suicide. They're usually in very, very deep freeze. They can't feel anything. They've learned to shut it all down. So they disassociate and boom, gone. That's why I don't remember half my life because I was in freeze. Um, Memories have to be reprogrammed. Memories have to be processed and reprogrammed. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, that's right. That is right. Yeah. Sorry, I had a good, I had a good point to say, but I forgot. <laughs> that sucks because I'm, I'm sleeping. A lot of great people in the chat tonight. Yes. A lot of great comments. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated, guys. You got to get the book "Recipe to Elevated Consciousness." Yes. It's on Amazon.com. I saw somebody asking, "Where is this book located?" Uh, it, go to Amazon.com. I dropped the link in there a few times. I'll drop it again in here, again in here right now. Um. Go to Amazon.com, check out the book, read the reviews. And if you say, well, you know, I, I don't need to do these modalities because I, I think I'm I think I'm OK. I'm pretty sure every single one of us knows somebody that needs this recipe. Honestly, though, I, I think that sorry, I'm so hot. I think that people, everybody needs to do some sort of work on themselves, no matter what. So no one, no one. No, I don't need any of that because I'm good. Well, I think that you're you're a little bit uh, egotistical because I feel like everybody needs to do a little bit of work on themselves, period, period, because otherwise you're going to have physical ailments because you're hiding. You're hiding what is really, really in there. And that is unresolved trauma. Everybody has it. So everybody needs to do some sort of work on themselves, because no matter what, no matter what, it will always manifest physically stress. It's a mind-body connection. That's what they've tried to condition us to forget, that we have mind-body connection. Everything, everything that goes on will affect us physically. Mm -hmm. Everything. So if you're having anything, any type of autoimmune disease, any type of anything happening with you, that means that you have some sort of unresolved trauma within your system that is affecting you. Mm -hmm. And then also you should think about the fact that once you start dealing with this stuff, you could be so great, so amazing. Mm-hmm. Ever even since I met you, yeah. and you know, I'm the, the trauma queen, and I'm the Miss Biohack, and I like to, to. My whole life is really dedicated on self self work, 
really like self-healing. And I think I've taught you a little bit about that stuff. And you were in a really good place when I met you already. But just adding in just little pieces of the ground here, a little bit of this stuff here, a little Mm -hmm. bit of that there. You've gotten better. Yeah. Your thought process has gotten better. Yes, it and has. it's been manifesting yeah. in this outer world yeah. for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to do the work? Right. Why? Because no matter what, if you do the work, things are going to get better. That's right. You're going to start manifesting better. You're going to start manifesting quicker. Mm-hmm. You're going to start manifesting what's really, really for you. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes, yeah, amazing. I mean, it's so powerful. You just it gets to the point where you could think of something and it manifests. Yes, it's crazy. exactly. That's why we gotta watch our thoughts. We <laughs> gotta watch your thoughts. You gotta Seriously. watch what you say because it works on both levels, dark and light. Mm-hmm. You can say the wrong thing and you're gonna get exactly what you just spoke into mm-hmm. existence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if you guys want to know, the first half of this book, I was interviewed by Regina Meredith, and she interviewed me about my life story. And I got very, very transparent about every single thing that has pretty much happened to me as a younger human because I wanted people to be able to relate to my story. So I was very, very transparent about all the abuse, all the the crazy stuff that I've I've been in, all (laughs) all the the drugs, all the alcohol, all the parties. I mean, I, I got very, very honest, very honest. And because I really, really want people to to relate. So that's the first half of the book is my life story. And then the second half of the book is all the modalities. I think I put 46 in here, 46 different modalities. And they don't always have to involve some sort of technology. Some are get rid of the energy vampires in your life. That's one of my chapters. Rid the energy vampire. I didn't even know I turned to this. That's crazy. That's and crazy. Open it right up at the same time Man, you said it. <laughs> that's- wow. That's wow. what we're talking about, manifesting instantaneously. Yes. She just real. literally was flipping through the pages and opened it up yeah. while she was talking to you, and the book is on That's... Red the Energy Vampires. Wow. That was Chapter wild. 42. Chapter 42. What we... are the those? <laughs> we are. You did the, the tone of voice. <laughs> yeah, every time he does. Every different... language I speak, I change my, my tone. Yeah, do the Chinese one. <laughs> no, no, I can't do that. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> That's that's the comedy podcast, okay? Okay, let's get back serious. Sorry. Rid the energy vampire. (laughs) I speak Korean now. (laughs) You told me to get back to me, so I did. Come on, man. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to read the first couple sentences. We are who we surround ourselves with. I make sure what I encircle myself with is serving my greatest good. If we allow negativity into our space, negativity is exactly what we create in our life. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Once I got rid of the energy vampires, man, I'm so protective of my energy now. Yeah. So protective because I don't want anyone bringing me down. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to hang out with old friends or, or people that aren't conscious. I love people. I love my friends. I love I, I love a lot of people, but I just don't like to spend high quality amounts of time with certain certain people that I know are energy vampires because I will start dipping mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to keep, I don't ever want to force my ways upon people. So it's hard for me to keep my mouth shut when I know I have the answer to that and the answer to that and the answer to that and stop mm-hmm. complaining about this physical ailment because I know what caused that. Yeah. I can read a person like that, mm-hmm. like that. So it's, it's, it's frustrating for me to be around people that I know are self-soothing that I know are not doing what's great for themselves and won't listen to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not even for me to, to push my, my lifestyle on people. 
So I just don't spend, spend high quality amounts with certain certain people. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I spend high quality amounts of time with people that I know pour into me. Mm-hmm. You pour into me. That's right. So and I you spend pour into me. high quality amounts of time with it's you. A, it, it's, it's an equal exchange. Yes. And that's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but any equal exchange, it ain't worth it. No, it's not. It's yeah. not. Because you always want to, well, for me personally, I always want to be better. I want to always be better and I want to be better. What was the stat? If you are 1% better than you were yesterday, you'll be 37 times better in the next year. Yeah. 37 times better than you were the previous year if you're 1% better every single day. Can you imagine that? Man. I mean, if I was 1%, if I achieved it, which I'm taking on that challenge, 37% better in a year from where I am now. hmm is a magnanimous level. It's it's a it's over the top. It's an incredible level of ascension. Yes. Um. You know, it, it's an, it's an incredible goal. Well, if you if you measure that to physical things, right? Yeah. Let's just measure that to money, for instance. If you're thirty seven percent better, that's more than a little bit more than a third better than you were the prior year. So if race. you're making a hundred grand in a prior year, you're gonna be making a hundred and thirty three thousand. $333 in the following year. Right. That's a big, big raise. Yeah, it's a big raise. I mean, now, let's raise. move to millions. Let's right. move to billions. That's major, major improvement. Mm-hmm. Major improvement. Yeah. And that's just being 1% better than you were yesterday. And honestly, I don't, I'm not in competition with anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I just am in competition with myself. Yeah. I need to be better than I was yesterday. I need to be better than I was one minute ago, mm-hmm. one second ago. I always want to be better. So it's a continual process. It is. It is. So that's why it's very important to really. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why this, what we're doing, our relationship works is because we literally work on ourselves all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, and we, and the thing I like is that we catch ourselves yeah. in situations or conversations that are going in the wrong direction. We just stop. Yeah. And we change the topic or, or, right. or address the, what we were right. thinking and then move on. Yep. So it's a continual process mm-hmm. of, uh, of of working on yourself. Yeah, exactly. Even sometimes we'll slip and say something like, um, oh, I knew that that horrible thing was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or I know that that bad thing is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, and right. I'm like, cymatics. Cy- you're stop. like, cymatics. Careful, fix, fix what you're saying. Yeah. Because you got to catch yourself. Always right. catch yourself. Right. Because we've been conditioned and we've learned to live in these, these ways that are not always serving our, our highest good. Mm-hmm. And so it's helpful to have a partner there that can really be like, boom, you're, you're, you're messing up. Boom, mm-hmm. fix that. Boom, fix right. that. Or you could be doing this better. Mm-hmm. And so that it's, it's powerful when you're able to do that. And you yeah. know what? You're very receiving in that way. So mm-hmm. that's good because a lot of people get offended. Yeah, A lot of people get offended if you really try to make them better. Yeah. And I can't be with a person that's like that because yeah. I, for you, I need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong so right. I can elevate. Right. And I'm so grateful that you're the same way because yeah. I can't I can't be with somebody that's not growing. And also, you know, it's also the delivery. Yeah. So yeah. how I tell you and how you tell me, mm-hmm. it's not a condescending, a condescending tone. Right. It's a tone of help and care. Right. And and bringing awareness to. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for me, I want to be better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my thing is I always want to be better. Yeah. And I'll listen to it. I'll listen to a homeless man. I'll listen to a kid. Yeah. I get knowledge from everybody. Right. You know? And so that's what I look for. I look for the opportunities 
where they arise to help me become a better person. Mm-hmm. So I don't shun away any advice. I download it. I analyze it. Mm-hmm. If it makes sense, I go, you know what? You're right. Right. And you don't have to listen yeah. to everything someone is telling you. Mm-hmm. If you download it and it doesn't feel right with you and it doesn't resonate with you, then that's okay too. Yeah. You can just let it go. Thank you for the advice. I appreciate your, you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, I, I need that. <laughs> Chapter 50. This is funny. Red light isn't just for Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so red light therapy is a very, very powerful, powerful modality. If you guys follow me on Instagram and watch my stories, I know you've seen me sitting in front of my red light in the very early mornings because that's part of my morning process, which is another hack. Mm-hmm. You have to have some, you don't have to do anything. Let me rephrase. You should, I, I believe in my personal opinion, have some sort of morning routine to start your day off in the right direction because that, that morning moments. I mean, that's, that's so important to literally set your day off in the way that you want it to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have a whole morning process, which I can't wait to really start doing every single day here. And that's waking up and sitting in front of my red light therapy on yeah. top of my meditation grounding chair mm-hmm. and meditating. Yeah. And I meditate for a little bit. And then after I meditate, I either read, I research, or I just, I just literally sit there and envision the way I, I want my day to go. Mm-hmm. And that puts me in the greatest mood mm-hmm. and it starts my day off right. And the, not to say, let's talk about the benefits of red light therapy. Yeah. Red light therapy increases ATP within your system, which is basically your energy, mm-hmm. your cells energy that it needs to function properly, yeah. which is, you know, started and, and pushed out by, I can't think of the word because I'm tired, but <laughs> <laughs> mitochondria, right? Yeah. So mitochondria makes ATP. And ATP in your body, you need ATP. This is literally our life force energy. This is how we function all day, every day. If your cells are not full of energy and they're not working properly, then you are going to age faster. Yes. You're going to be low energy. You're going to, you know, your wounds are going to heal fast mm-hmm. like but it does. Your cells like won't divide properly causing yeah. cancer. Right, right. Exactly. All of these things. So that's why red light therapy is great for your skin. It creates collagen within your skin cells, Mm -hmm. helps with wrinkles. It's it's really, really amazing for that. It speeds up the wound healing process. Like you said, increases testosterone. Very, very important because testosterone is at an all time low these days because of the toxic stuff that's in the air, food, everything, everything. So is grounding more is the grounding mat more effective than getting out in nature? So let's break that down in two ways. The grounding mat is exactly like going outside and putting your feet on the earth's surface. You're getting the same benefits as in your body is sucking up those negative ions, those electrons that your body needs to function properly. If you're not grounded, your body is full of inflammation. And that inflammation will keep creating more inflammation and more inflammation and more inflammation because basically you're creating these fires within your system, cytokine storms that can't be put out because you don't have the right properties to put those things out. So when you ground, your body becomes neutralized and it's impossible to have chronic inflammation when you're grounded. I'm going to repeat that. It is impossible to have chronic inflammation when you're grounded. Mm -hmm. What is the basis of all autoimmune disease? Inflammation. Inflammation. What is the basis of cancer? 
inflammation. It all starts with inflammation. So grounding is another one of my hacks in this, this book. So very important. So the grounding mat is exactly like putting the, your feet on the earth's surface, but I don't believe it's the exact same thing as getting out in nature. Because when you're out in nature, you're in nature. You're connected with Mother Earth. You're connected with everything around you. You're getting the vitamin D from the sun. You're connecting with the plants and animals around you. It's something different about being in nature than it is sitting inside on a grounding mat. I love my grounding material. I love it. But if I could be out in nature all day, every day, I would. Yeah. The thing is, we can't. Most people can't. Right. And so you have the grounding mat. You have the pillowcase. You have the grounding patches. And the benefit of that is it still gives you the proper grounding and it still helps you absorb the electrons uh, and the negative ions. So uh, even though because of the way society is right now and the way economies are operating, we have so much stuff on our plate. We have so much work to do. It's hard to go get in nature for four, three, four hours. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about some of these technologies is you can get on a grounded mat for six, seven hours a night while you're sleeping. You can you can plug into some patches. You can get a you know, pillowcase. Like I have the pillowcase and it will help you because you know it's, it's still grounding and it's still connected to the earth. But I understand what you're saying. Going outside in nature is a whole nother experience if you can do it. So do it as often as you can. Like we try to go walk on the beach as often as we possibly can. And there's another nature park where if you can't get there that we try to get to, uh, you know, if we can get there because it's uh, a, a exercise and enjoying nature simultaneously. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so important. Mm -hmm. And it's on, honestly, the grounding stuff is really, really great to have. I mean, you sat down, watched every single room, this whole place have grounding cords in it just because it's convenient. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you were sitting on the couch today. I'm like, oh, well, you have a little pulled muscle, you know, a little thing. I was like, here you go, grounding patch. Yeah. And boom. Yeah. I think it helped you. It helped within it that short, Yeah. Period I pulled a groin uh, playing basketball mm -hmm. uh, the other day and that was a tweak. You know, I've had a pull groin before. Sometimes these things can linger. Yeah. Uh, I felt so much better after grounding. You put it on the bottom of my foot. What point was that? Your K1 point, your kidney point. She put it on my K1 point on the side of the body that has the pulled muscle. Mm -hmm. And I think I was had it on for about almost two hours. And by the time I got up and had to move around again, is it still tweaked slightly? Yes. But I could feel the healing process already beginning. Yeah. Which is incredible. So I can see, I can tell from based on my experience in sports that this particular one, as long as I continue to ground uh, and treat it right and stretch properly, I think I can cut the re the rehab or the, the the healing process in half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh no, you can. Yeah. Grounding will speed up the process. Yeah. So I had a, a friend that had a tummy tuck, right? And my friend, she was grounding before she had the tummy tuck. So she went and had the tummy tuck and then afterwards, you know, they have to go get that lymphatic massage and it's like a requirement after you get this, whatever. So afterwards of a, a surgery like that will usually cause black bruising all over your stomach and your back. She had 30% bruising compared to regular, a person that was not grounding before. And that makes so much sense to me because your circulation is so much better when you ground yeah. so much better. So that's just, I don't know, that's proof. That's proof that this stuff is is real. Yeah. It's super real. And if you're and looking for the authentic grounding patches and the grounding sheets and mats and the products, they are on ForbiddenKnowledge.com. Yep. You can go to ForbiddenKnowledge.com and you can actually get access to 
the grounding patches, the ones that we recommend from Earthing, which is the number one producer and the highest quality of the product that you can get using carbon fiber and everything else. The real materials needed, and they're amazing. You can scan this code too. Yeah. Scan this code and it'll bring you right to the grounding site. And the president of that company is Clint Ober, yeah. the man that actually rediscovered grounding in the very late 1990s. And his products, he spent over $20 million. Now he has 30 different case studies proving the science behind grounding. Because when he first discovered it, he was going to all these different colleges and, yeah. and researching places. And everyone was basically laughing at him and kicking him out the door. Yeah. Like this, the earth can heal you. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. But now he spent over 20 million dollars to prove the science behind this, this amazing healing modality, which is honestly one of my very, very favorite yeah. modalities. Thank you, Timothy. Um, one of my favorite modalities mm -hmm. ever, ever. And yeah. that's in this book, too. I think it's actually the first modality that I put in here. No, the first modality that I put in here is my first biohack that I ever did. Mm. And that's when I was 19 years old. I brain trained for the first time. And that's, you guys, whoo, man. I would not be the same person today if I had not discovered that back when I was 19 years old. I had just gotten off a huge drug binge. I was real, real crazy back in my teens. And I could hardly speak. Mm. And I always prided myself on being very smart. But I couldn't get words out. I had so much brain fog, which was just inflammation in my brain, now that I know, now that I've done the research, but I had so much brain fog that I couldn't even complete sentences back then. It was so difficult. I felt so awkward walking through this dimension. It was awful. I was like, I, I didn't even want to be here anymore. It was that bad. I didn't feel right ever. And I walked around like that for, for almost probably over a year. So when I discovered brain training and I did it for the first week, I did it every single day for one week straight. My brain fog completely went away. Mm completely went away. I was able to speak clearly again. I had gotten out of a really abusive relationship that I was in. Mm. I moved back in with my mom. I signed up for college classes and I started exercising. Mm. So that's how powerful that modality that's is. That's powerful. Super powerful. That's a huge turnaround in one week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge. If I would have, here's another thing, guys. If you want to really dive into this shadow work and dive into this healing stuff, then really, really commit to it. Because when I was back then, I guess I wasn't ready because I still went back to my old environment, which was partying. It was Hollywood, right? I mean, Hollywood's full of drugs and parties and fun and fun, right? Hmm. <laughs> and I just went back to that traumatic setting again, So, which caused me to, to fall back into my old ways. So even though brain training snapped me out of it, I still went back to my old environment and got you know, wrapped into what I was involved with before. Mm. So if you want to really, really do the work, which I didn't start doing until my mid to late twenties. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're not going to really cross these huge leaps and bounds until you really commit to it. And, you know, I just, I wasn't ready back when I was 19 years old, but brain training was amazing. And it really, really did save me. I probably would have off myself, honestly, if mm. I didn't come across that. Cause I, I didn't feel myself anymore and I, I couldn't even talk so wow. i was like i can't even live here anymore this is, wow. this is awful mm. but you brain chain yeah yeah it's an amazing experience it um you you uh it's a machine that connects to your head through these little uh sensors mm -hmm. and then you put these headsets on that play a specific type of music uh and then while the music is playing you hear these skips in between that is your brain looking at itself or mirroring itself 
And through, through this very relaxing process, your brain is fixing itself. It's an amazing technology. This technology is mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to get on this technology. Yeah. I, I remember uh, you brain trained my sister. She was going through something pretty traumatic. <laughs> yeah. And you said to me, she's going to take care of this thing once she brains trains. And I'm like, we'll see. Yeah, because she had been doing that thing and within that thing for years, yeah. almost 10 years. And then all of a sudden you brain trained her. Mm -hmm. Three times. Three times. And then so all of a sudden I'm like, she says, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, this, and I'm stopping this, and this is over. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because I knew it. I knew it. Before it happened, you already mm -hmm. knew her brain was going to mm -hmm. fix it, fix yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. And I was like blown away. Yeah, people don't believe Because me. I was saying this. No, I kept telling y'all, man, that's not going to happen. I know, he did. You I was like, man, yeah, it ain't going to nah, trust yeah, me. It's, not it's been too many years. And then, boom. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. That's how powerful it is. Yeah. I know that that's going to happen. I, I can read. I swear to God, this is my, my little talent that I have. I can read people like the back of my hand. Like I literally can see where their trauma is, when they've had it, how they're, ex how they're exuding it out into this, this physical world, mm -hmm. how they're holding it in their physical bodies and what they'll change as soon as they start doing the work mm -hmm. and each modality, I know exactly what it will do and what they'll change in their lives as soon as they start doing it. Mm -hmm. That's the talent that I have. Mm -hmm. I could pinpoint things. So I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. As soon as she did that, I was like, she's going to change this, that, and the other. Yeah. Watch. It, 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 I, Watch. I, I didn't believe it, but it happened. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. and even while it was happening, I was like, I don't know if it's going to really. The next thing I know, boom, boom, boom. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Huge life change. Huge. Huge life change. Massive. Yeah. And I brain trained someone else. I brain trained... Um, I brain trained someone else. Yeah. And I knew, I was like, listen, yeah, yeah. you're going to release a lot. Mm -hmm. You're going to release a lot and you're going to feel different than you've ever felt. And you're going to yeah. feel some guilt, but you're also going to feel really amazing. And you're going to feel ecstasy and you're going to feel clear. Mm -hmm. And you might release and you might want to just start bawling. Yeah. And I brain trained her. And afterwards we talked a little bit and boom, she started bawling. She's yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta go. Mm. And that, that happened right in this house. Yeah. yeah. And Crazy thing is about it, that person is now dedicated to the work. They're like, okay, I'm going to put this money away because I'm going to invest in this thing, this mm -hmm. thing, this thing, because I want to do the work. I'm really going to dive into this work now. Yeah, yeah. She's investing into herself. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful that was. the greatest is. investment you can make. Yes. Yes, it is. And I actually bought a brain training unit because I'm like, I need this. Mm -hmm. I need this all the time. Yeah. So basically what brain training does is it takes all the traumatic thoughts and, and really the stuff that's not serving you. And it makes you clear to that. Mm -hmm. It makes you point out the things. Oh, wow. This isn't right. right. That isn't right. I need to change this. I need to change that. And I'm going to do it by doing this. Mm -hmm. So that's what brain training does. And it also helps with sleep. It helps with focus. It helps with anxiety, all of the above, all of the above. Yeah. So I can't wait to brain train you again. Yeah. Well, we got the machine right here. Now yes, you bought one. Yes, we do. Yeah. And when we go on our tour, the Forbidden Tour 2023 will announce cities and dates very soon. But when we do that, I'll probably bring the unit with me and I'll probably get another one and we'll do some sort of raffle and we'll we'll train a couple people. That train time. people at the Forbidden Tour, at the yeah. Forbidden World Tour. Yes. Coming soon to a city near you. <laughs> coming soon to a city <laughs> near you. <laughs> yeah. Got to put on the sales voice. I know. I heard it. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, chapter 49. Will you scrape me? Will you scrape me? What does that even mean? Will you scrape me? Yeah. So the first time somebody said that to me, I was like, <laughs> what? 
Well, that's Strike me. Because that's it. That's why. Because it was a dude. I know. I was like, wait a minute now. Hold on. Me. And that was Hold the first on. time you really even talked to that dude. That's I was strange. like, I was like, let me step out of this room. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. But go ahead, tell him. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that because you sat down and you were like, I was like, okay. mm, I think I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good. <laughs> so I'm funny. good unscraped. Yeah. <laughs> <Unscraped>. <laughs> but I scraped you. Yes, you did. And what did it do for you? It loosened up the fascia um, uh, between my muscle and my skin layer, I guess. It also relieved a lot of the tightness that I was experiencing in those muscle areas and those muscle fibers. I, you know, you're, you're, you know, my, my back gets like tight, like a rock, like this table mm-hmm. yeah, it and uh, it loosens it to the point where I can function again. I can stretch better, mm-hmm. more flexibility, less pain. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what scraping is, AKA guasha, it can also be called guasha, but you can scrape any type of your body, anywhere in your body. It loosens up the fascia. We have fascia everywhere everywhere and throughout our lifetimes we hold places so that fascia gets super duper uber tight right i just said super duper uber <laughs> i'm exhausted <laughs> oh god i just heard myself say that what the freak am i doing and anyways what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, the super duper uh, uh fascia scraping oh yeah fascia <laughs> i was talking about fascia okay <laughs> So, so fascia, oh man. So fascia gets really, really tight throughout our lifetimes and it gets knotted. It gets mangled and twisted. So by scraping that fascia, you can actually learn to release that fascia. So now it returns into place and now it has some movement, right? And so now you can actually move better. Your muscles have more ways, more um, room. Flexibility. Yeah, more flexibility. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Help me. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, they have more flexibility. So it really, really, really helps to relieve tightness and pain. Mm-hmm. So if I scrape my neck, it was really, really amazing this one day. I was scraping my neck. And well, before I did it, I looked to the left and looked to the right. And after I scraped my movement, I probably had about 50% more movement each direction. I was like, holy crap, this stuff works. Mm-hmm. And then another time I was scraping myself, I was scraping my back. I had an emotional release, which made me realize, okay, wow, I was actually holding in that area and I was holding trauma in that area. So it helped me release it myself without a body worker, without the lady that does the somato emotional release work on me. Mm -hmm. It helped me release some of that emotional trauma that I had stuck in my cells that I didn't even understand or know that was there. Mm -hmm. And it helped me release it. And I just cried a little bit and boom, Mm -hmm. my back was felt way better. Yeah. way better and tightness and back pain and all these pains in your body that's unresolved trauma mm-hmm. just saying yeah yeah it's incredible yeah it, it works it definitely works oh yeah yeah it absolutely works mm-hmm. so that's a few chapters that's a few yeah that's a few i mean there's some well it's already uh one hour and 13 oh yeah we're going. so <laughs> it's 1 30 a.m but we're going to come back and do some more yes out of the book yes on another pop-up podcast mm-hmm. with elizabeth hookstra and we'll talk about the recipe to elevated consciousness. Yes. It's available on Amazon.com. Okay, I just dropped the link back in the chat again. Thank you to everyone who did listen today and decided to buy this book. It makes a great gift. So if you feel like you know you want to get into the shadow work, but maybe you're not ready right now, you should still get the book and give it away as a gift. It's a great gift. We all know people 
that have trauma and that are suffering with trauma mm -hmm. and trying to find their way, trying to find their path to enlightenment. And this book could be the Kickstarter to help them begin to work on healing themselves and getting back to, you know, the, to live the best life they could possibly live. Like we say, biohacking your best life. Uh, everyone deserves to be able to live their best life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm going to read one review that mm -hmm. I thought was awesome. That's cool. Uh, Cindy, full of gems that improve my life. Second purchase. At first, I thought, how can this beautiful glam girl who, who's much younger than me have any knowledge that could improve my life? But I took a chance because of Billy Carson's excellent reputation. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Elizabeth's book is full of gems. For me, it was a quick read done in two days as busy as I am. A lot of people have told me that, that it's a really quick read. It is. It's a pretty easy read. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I bought the first book at ForbiddenKnowledge.com. And today I purchased the second book, One for a Friend on AMZ, on Amazon, just to share this review. Do yourself mm. a favor. Get this book. Peace, fam. Wow. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah. It. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah. I love that review. That was so nice. Review, yeah. And if you guys did get the book and you have read it, please, please, please leave me a review on Amazon because that helps me sell more books. And right. I really believe now, my courage is up here, that it really does help people. It does And help. it changes people. Yeah. The algorithm, when you give the reviews, it yeah. gives the algorithm for the book to show up more yeah. so she can actually help more people, mm -hmm. which is the goal. It is the goal yeah. because I'm going to my goal since I was a teenager was to help massive amounts of people, the masses, not just a couple of people. I yeah. always wanted to help the masses right. because in order to tip the scale of consciousness in this world and tip the scale and take back our power, we need to help masses. 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 That's right. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a tipping point. Yeah. And uh, and that's why you're working on your second book right now. Oh, yeah. I'm working on my second book, guys. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a big, yeah. big, big, it's huge big book. book. It's called I Can Announce It Now. Yes, you can. Yeah. So I'm writing The Mother Earth Effects with Olivia Smith. I love Olivia. She works directly with Clint Ober. She's a, an executive with Earthing. And we're writing a book about grounding. And we're writing a book about the grounding stories because that was such a huge thing in my life. I'm losing the word for it. It was so profound for me when I discovered grounding that I was like, I, I called Clint one day. I, well, I called Olivia one day. I'm like, listen, how can I help? We need to get this out there because I want to ground more than a million people. More than that. How can I help, you know, achieve this goal? Can I write a book? Can you guys, you know, help me? Can I, is that okay if I write a book about it? And so that's how we came up with the idea yeah. to write a book, to co-write a book together. And now we're going to write this amazing book. We're in the process of writing. We already have a lot done. And it's going to go out in all the earthing orders. It's if it's amazing. good, says Clint. But I know it's going to be good. Gonna it's going to be, be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a bestseller. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a bestseller. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so Jeffrey Bellamy, hey, Billy, are you doing any more Egyptian mystery classes? Yes, I will be. I'm actually working on a brand new Egyptian mystery school series exclusively for Forbidden Knowledge TV. Right now, there are 39 episodes, I believe, on Forbidden Knowledge TV of the Egyptian Mystery School, uh, done completely by me. 36 hours of teaching. You can get to it on 4BK.TV, the number 4BK.TV, and you can sign up for a free three-day trial. Watch a few of my classes. If you like it, you might as well go ahead and Get the monthly subscription of only $7.77 a month. 25 cents a day is what it comes to, guys. 
to get access to over 6,000 shows. And we have a whole other mystery series. The Mystery School of Truth is in editing right now by Matthew LaCroix. Mm -hmm. And we have so many new series and TV shows up there, all dealing in esoteric wisdom and knowledge and, and knowledge teaching. Uh, we have our Decoders of Truth series, which just came out. And we are in season one, episode two. Uh, so go on 4BK.TV. Cindy's in here. Hey, Cindy. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. Yes, you guys, please sign up for 4BK.TV. All of our podcasts, all of these are actually on the platform, and we're about to get them edited very, very nice with some more information on infographics put into them. So all these are up there, all these new shows that we've released this year. Yeah. I mean, so much. And we're about to do our audio books mm. only on 4BK. They'll only be on 4BK. Yeah. Even my books, Compendium of the Emerald Tablets, mm -hmm. it'll be in broken up into episodes on Forbidden Knowledge TV. So you got to get the Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, iOS app, uh, Google Play, or the web. Look for the Forbidden Knowledge TV app. Download it. And very soon, we'll be reading our books on Forbidden Knowledge TV exclusively. Won't be on YouTube. It won't be on the, on the audio, uh, what do you call that audio audible. book? It won't be on Audible. <laughs> it's only going to be on Forbidden Knowledge TV. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. And we were just released this, is this today? I don't even know what day it is anymore. Oh, oh you got oh, it today. already. Yes, that was yeah, today. Yeah, that was today. Hey, thank you, Michael. Yeah, yeah. We released Forbidden Files, which yeah. we're going to be releasing every Wednesday. Yeah. Super awesome show. Glad you liked it, Michael. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that show we have already filmed. Um think it's five or six seasons and so we're, we're releasing one episode a week right now we're in season one mm -hmm. yeah. yep yep all right okay guys thanks for hanging out the book is available on amazon.com the recipe to elevated consciousness let's just drop another link in the chat make sure you check the book out read the reviews five stars is hard to get on a book on amazon unless it's really worthy of that rating mm -hmm. so read the reviews and uh if you can share the book with as many people as you can yes thank you thank, thank you, you for everyone that has that has gotten this book really really thank appreciate you. you guys i appreciate your support i really just want to help expand people's consciousness and help people to feel better because mm -hmm. what a traumatic start in life does not have to be a life sentence yes exactly mm -hmm. and with that Peace. We yes. love you guys. Peace. We want to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Been a long day. <laughs> yes. yes. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one year anniversary. That's right. One year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30 day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30 days free. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.